have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. And welcome to Straight from the Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I am your host on this personal growth and development podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, I just want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being here, for giving me your time, your listening ear. It means a lot to me. And listen, if this is a show that you derive any value from, please, please don't hesitate to share it with a loved one, a family, a friend, anybody. Link it to your stories on Instagram at me at Justin Craig Groth. Um, I'll re-mention you and my stories and, and just link it to any platform that you do have that, that is able to get a link, uh, just to help generate more awareness of the podcast, what we're doing, the guests that we have on the show, etc. I would very much appreciate it. And, um, look, without further ado, let's get into it. So let's address something. There is a common denominator I see with people whom do not willingly adopt any kind of competition. Now, this comes in the format of obviously competing in any kind of sport, any kind of any kind of competitive field in general, but it's more it's more prominent in let's say sports uh, bodybuilding, even strongman competitor, uh, Olympic weightlifting, etc. Anything that causes somebody to have to meet a deadline and be good by that deadline is something that you cannot argue makes you a better human being. Now, this is not for just men. This is for women as well, because there are a lot of women that play professional sports. They play they, they, they engage in professional bodybuilding, professional weightlifting of, of different calibers, boxing, etc. The thing is, is that you could go your entire life and just work your job, be prominent, a prominent member in your community. And that's a life well lived. Nobody is detesting that. But if you don't adopt something of hardship to some degree, you'll never really know what you're made of. And one thing that I can absolutely identify with and speak with absolute authority is the amount of discipline, consistency, work ethic, etc. that bodybuilding has taught me that I had. I never, up until that, I never knew what I even had in me, what I was capable of. And something like bodybuilding can teach you that. There are so many very, there are so many, I guess, elements to bodybuilding that you have to be good at in order to be good on stage. And it's no different if you're competing in strongman, in Olympic weightlifting, in, or even if you're trying to be the best baseball player, it requires a tenacity out of you. It requires you to develop a structure and adhere to the disciplines and on a consistent basis that are going to make you the player or the opponent that you desire to be. But if you never willingly adopt those competitions, so to speak, 
then you're leaving a lot on the table with what you know that you could be or what you don't know you could be, I should say. Because there are a lot of strokes in you that are untapped and you're not going to uncover what they are unless you willingly put yourself in a position where it's sink or swim. Now, I don't know where you're at in life. It doesn't matter. If you are comfortable with being lukewarm and if you're comfortable with just doing the bare minimum to get by, if you're comfortable with not invoking on any challenges in life willingly, then that's fine. Nobody's here to tell you what to do. I am here to tell you though, what works and competing in bodybuilding has helped me become better. The advent of staying consistent and disciplined with not only my foods, but my training, my sleep, how I constructed my life essentially and oriented myself in specific behaviors that allowed me to keep climbing the pole of my, of my physique. In other words, that may seem very, very frivolous, fleeting and facodial. It's not because in order to get there, you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice some of your extracurricular time. You have to sacrifice your desires, your carnal desires, a lot of them. And you have to be willing to just, just intake sustenance, whatever your body needs to just perform and nothing more, but nothing less. And adhering to the scientific equation on a daily basis. Most of you that don't know bodybuilding or weightlifting competitive, you know, from a competitive stance in general, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And to you, you think it's just fucking eat meat, drink protein shakes, lift heavy shit. No, that's not what it is. Even if you have the best of genetics and you have steroids on your end, it still doesn't stop there. There is much more to the equation. That is just you being myopic and that's okay because you don't understand until you've gone through it. But doing some of these things like competing, they'll uncover elements of you that you didn't know you had. You didn't even think existed. And in fact, that you looked to when you were a young kid and thought, how am I going to be that? How am I, if you looked at other men and you thought to yourself, how am I going to do that? Or even a shred of that when you feel like you're miles away from that type of a manly construct and you almost feel like for lack of a better word, a pussy. That's how I felt. I remember I've told this story numerous times, but it bears repeating. I remember being at the bottom of my driveway, watching my dad lift weights in the garage, big bulging arms, big amounts of weight, amount of weight on the, on the bench press. And he was just wrapping it. And I remember thinking, I mean, I don't know what that, I mean, I didn't know what it was back then. I know what it is today, but I remember thinking, how am I going to do that? Or even a shred of that. I, I just remember looking at that feeling smaller and smaller. Like I was folding back into my little cocoon of bitchness. That's the best way I can illustrate it. Now, obviously my dad doesn't know that that was taking place, but visually and psychologically, that's how I was interfacing with that. Bodybuilding is the only thing that showed me I got fucking work ethic. It's the only thing I've never done anything in my life that I've ever displayed any shred of work ethic towards 
to the degree of bodybuilding. And it's not just the advent of lifting weights. It's everything encompassing around being your best physique because there takes a lot out of you to be muscular and as shredded as you can, sub 5% or around that mark on stage. It takes a lot out of you, especially zero drugs. That takes even more. But what I'm saying is, if you're not going to compete with other people, at least compete with yourself. You should be doing that on at least a weekly basis, setting something in place that, that sort of illustrates a competition, so to speak, within yourself. They're not, it's not like I'm saying set a goal here. Fuck goals. Okay. Set a competition with yourself. And it's not like I don't, by the way, I should say this. I don't not believe in goals. I believe in doing your best every day and trying to be better every day in some format. I think that ultimately whatever you focus on, whatever you aim your attention on will end up producing in your life. And I'm not talking about abundance mindset. I'm not talking about manifestation here. I am, however, talking about putting a focal point on something and fucking gunning towards that specific thing where all you see now is that thing. And then your brain starts to orient itself around ways to make that thing plausible in your life. But that's for a different podcast. I am saying though, that you need to have a focus and that when you put this stimulus on this focus, things will begin to unfold in your life. Sometimes in order to meet that specific focus, you need to compete with yourself. You need to kind of kick yourself in the ass and you do so by setting a bar. This can be analogous to a standard, but see standards are kind of what you set for your overarching theme for the overarching theme of your life. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about just minor arbitrary competitions. Let's say, let's say you take a long time to get ready like me. Instead of taking, instead of saying, I have three hours to get ready and I know I only take 45 minutes to get ready. Let's say you only have 30 minutes to get ready and you do everything in 30 minutes. That's one competition trying to beat the fucking clock. Nobody told you to do it. You're just putting it in place because you know that this imposed stress sets now a competition within yourself. And if you beat it, you now are more competent and see, this is where people fail to realize true confidence comes from your competency. Let me say that again. True confidence comes from your ability to become competent. So if you set these mini competitions within yourself and you succeed, well, guess what? You're now more competent in that specific thing you did. And that might have a transferable effect in other things in your life, which is what bodybuilding had for me. So competing with yourself isn't something to be discarded, dismissed, or frowned upon even. It's something that should be highlighted and actually adorned, so to speak. The more competition you have and the more success you have with the competition, arbitrary or not, the better you'll be as a human. 
the more resilient you'll become, the more tenacity you'll have, the more drive you'll have. Fuck, the more motivation you'll have because guess what? When you're more confident, you're more motivated, period. If you're more confident, you're going to be more motivated. But it all starts with you developing yourself and the only way you develop yourself is you impose these threats on yourself. Life is going to impose threats on you, yes, but they're oftentimes going to come by way of betrayal and or death. Those are not threats as much as their grief to contend with. I'm not saying that threats don't come in other formats. They do. We're not going to get into those. But I will say that the more imposed threats you can put on yourself with a level of, let's say, scale 1 to 10 difficulty, you impose a level 6 every single time. And maybe sometimes you impose an 8 or a 9. You never get to a 10, but you go somewhere near that range. You hover between a 6 and a 9. That can be good for everybody. And what I mean by that is you obviously benefit, but others benefit as well because now you can be a walking influence and testimony to somebody else. And I might add an inspiration because people are not going to believe you from just your words. They need to see that you've done it. They need to see that you have credibility. So this is going to bode in the favor, in that favor rather. But if you don't have that, what kind of utility are you to somebody that is going through either hard times or wants to bring more out of their person, wants to be better, a better contender in life? So you need to compete. It's just a thing you need to do. And if you choose not to do it, then you're also by extension choosing not to be your best or not even to uncover what your best could be. That's a problem. And here's the great thing about competing. You don't need anybody's permission to do it. You just do it. You can start by trying to get ready quicker. Like putting by putting a stopwatch on any kind of task that you otherwise do for long periods of time in your life, put a cap on it. Put a cap of a certain time limit on it and meet the cap every time. If it's getting up in the morning, do not set the snooze. Do not set an alarm for 5.30 and then 5.31 and then 5.33 and then... Don't do that. Set one alarm. That's it. You hit it in the morning off and you get out of bed. That is a tough thing for people, especially if they, if they really, really struggle with getting their, their rest met. That's a hard thing, man. When you're still groggy and sleep in the morning and you want to hit snooze because you're like, fuck it. It's seven minutes. No big deal. It's a big deal. And when you hit that snooze, you lose just a little bit. And I'm guilty of it too. But if you set the bar, you set a cap and you meet the cap every time you grow a little bit more competent in your abilities and in your disciplines. And those are things you can't buy, but you can teach yourself them. And it's going to come by you willingly imposing them. Just compete. 
compete a little more every single day, you will not help but become a better version of what you want to be or what you could be rather. Done.